home of Arizona Diamondbacks baseball. 98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. Diamondbacks front office focus with Wolf and Luke. Presented by Gettle Air Conditioning and Plumbing. G-O-E-T-T-L. It'll keep you cool, but it's hard to spell. Gettle.com. D-backs beat the Royals last night 7-3. Manuel Rivera continues to do some damage at the plate for the D-backs. They get the Royals again today. They are now 5-3-1 in series since the uh, All-Star break. And joining us right now in the Arizona Sports Line is their assistant GM, Mike Fitzgerald. Uh, Mike, thank you for the time today. I I have to think, for the most part, you guys are satisfied with the direction we've seen from this team since the All-Star break. Yeah, as you alluded to, we're, we're playing more competitive series. Um, you know, this this weekend was a clunker, um, but seeing the guys come out last night, bounce back after the off day, um, have you know, uh, through the first four innings, a fairly frustrating game where we're sitting there still tied zero zero, despite putting some traffic on the bases and Davies was throwing the ball well, and and then the Royals ended up taking the lead, and, and we were able to counter punch and, and put a seventh spot up, seventh spot up on them throughout the rest of the game, and, and lock down a W and take care of a game that uh, that we needed to win in. So yeah, it's, it, that was kind of a microcosm of uh, how the team's been since the All Star break, and it's been good to see. And the whole mindset all along has been let's do what we can tonight to get a W and go one and zero. But then big picture, we want to make sure we're, we're continuing to build and push forward and. I think we said this a month ago, but you know we want to be able to sit, look back at this and say, hey, we were playing our best baseball as, as the season came, came to a close, and let's see where that gets us. Boy, on that note right there, Mike, I, it sounds like it's so important to still see these young guys develop. Is it all about development the rest of the way for this season? I don't think it's all about development, no. Um, I, we want to win as many games as we possibly can over the course of these next 39, I think, that we'll have after tonight, um, and, and including tonight. And so we, we winning at this level is still always the number one priority. Hayes has said it all the time. Um, you know, development's great. Having, you know, talented prospects is great. But at the end of the day, we want wins at the big league level. That's what we're all here. That's what we're all aiming for. Um, within that, are there ways to find overlaps of getting some of, you know, these young guys, additional reps, and, and have them break their teeth in, of course we want to find ways for that to happen. Um, and, and even in looking at, you know, the club and where we're playing right now, yes, Walker and Rivera are having great months, and, and Rojas is having a strong month, and, and McCarthy's also having a strong month for us as well. So on the offensive side, you know, we see some of that young group uh, taking steps forward, and we, we want to create opportunities for them to continue to show that they can contribute and help us win games at the major league level. That's what we're we're aiming for and that's what we want to find out more about what we have and then also make sure we're, we're winning the games and, and beating the teams that we should talking to mike fitzgerald mike we had stone garrett on the show last friday and i mean he 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 talked like a very confident young player in this league he took quite the path to get to this point he's only had 15 major league at bats but he has six hits in those 15 at bats what have you seen from him and, and what are your your big picture expectations for a guy like stone garrett yeah, the story is awesome, right? Having somebody eight, nine years um, not getting their chance, selling real estate at one point during the pandemic when everything kind of went haywire, and then um, being able to not only get a taste of the big leagues but come up and immediately on day one help us win a game. 
uh, was a pretty special moment, and and it's it's a testament to the work that Stone's put in. It's a testament to the coaches that he's had the last couple of years in Amarillo and Reno, um, and preparing him for this moment and trying to highlight things he does really well and and, and you know bring attention to the tools that he has to help guys win, to help a big league team win games. Right, the, not very rarely do we get guys that come up here that can do. You know every aspect of the game. Um, you know to the to the 90th percentile to help us win games. More often than not, it's trying to figure out what's my role on this team going to be. Um, how am I able to, you know, whether it's making a defensive play, whether it's uh, having a good at bat and working a, working a starter's pitch count up, or whether it's like he's done, uh, you know, finding the barrel and, and producing extra base hits. Um, it's it's been exciting to see that, and we just want him to keep coming up and trying to ask himself what are ways in which I can help the team win tonight and, and try to fill that. Mike, there is an old saying in the game of football, you cannot have too many corners. You cannot have too many corners in the NFL. Can you have too many outfielders in a baseball organization? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? Starting pitching is probably the analogy that people <laughs> right. would go. Uh, I don't know that they would go outfielders. Uh, we seem to be in a spot where we do have quite a few outfielders. Um yeah, I you know, having too much of one thing if it's a good thing is is never a problem, right? Maybe it it requires some creativity on Tory's end and, and finding ways to get these guys at bat. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, the performance dictates a lot of that as well. So the guys will kind of show you who, how they need to get in there. And um, yeah, I, I the, the seeing Stone come up and having the ability to kind of handle lefties a little bit, at least complement some of that other left-handed group. So there's some creative ways to kind of find everybody their opportunity to get a bite at the apple and, and help us win games. Uh, but, yeah, if I'm, if I'm picking what's the baseball analogy, I'm saying it's probably starting pitching. Um, and for us, you know, based on the way the season's got them, it's probably bullpen too. You can never have, uh, you know, we're, 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 right. we've learned that and, and seen that, and that's, that's obviously a primary focus that we want to make sure we address and, and improve on as we move forward. Talking to Mike Fitzgerald. Mike, we really do have to go back and look at what their record is, what your guys' record is the night before we've had you on the show. Because, I mean, you guys might be honestly like 8 or 9 and 0 with the win last night, too. Um, yeah, I, with Sunday, too, I was sitting there, and, and I'm not going to lie, it crossed my mind. I was like, okay, nice. We can pull off a win on Sunday. We get an off day. We go get a win Tuesday, and we can keep this streak alive. And then, uh, you know, we had the inning where we had three missed plays. But, yeah, it, it was on my mind as well. I'd be lying if it said it wasn't. Uh, I do want to ask you about Christian Walker just because he kind of gets lost in the shuffle. We talk about all these guys in their, their mid to young 20s uh, that you have hitting. A guy like Christian Walker, I know the average isn't great. I know the expected average when you look at it should probably be a lot higher. But how, how much has, have you seen him evolve this year? Yeah, I think he's been our offensive anchor in a lot of ways. Um, the evolution from last year and, and – and, I don't think he was as bad of a hitter as the numbers were kind of panning out, but there, you know, it wasn't a great season for him last year. It was a subpar season. Um, the standard, our standard tire and his standard tire. And to his credit, um, he spent the off season really trying to attack ways in which he was making outs and pitchers were, were forcing him to expand in different areas. And, and he came to camp this year and had ideas that he was bouncing off our coaches here and, and everybody kind of got on the same page in terms of what he, what, what everybody, you know, the, the potential everybody saw, but what he needed to do to be able to reach that. Um, and then even like you said, at the start of the year, you know, that the, I think there's a lot of guys that can look up on the scoreboard and see, you know, 
205 and get demoralized by that when they're three months in, and he just stuck with it, stuck with it. Hard contact, hard out after hard out. No, nope, I'm going to stay right here. I'm in a good spot. And are his numbers where he wants them to be? No, but he's still got 40 games or so to, to keep rising that bar. Um, and, you know, he's going to, at the end of the year, be a 30-plus home run guy, and who knows where that average and on base end up settling. And, yeah, I think in a lot of ways he's been our anchor offensively. So, Mike, Alec Thomas, of course, started great, uh, started off the season, at least I thought he started this season off great. Then it seemed like pitchers adjusted to him, and he was in a dry spell. Last two games has five hits. Where's Alec Thomas right now in his maturation? I think he, the last couple nights in particular, um, it's seemingly been a function of him looking to simplify the game a little bit you know to go, i guess i'll go basketball analogy here but uh you know when, when the when the three-point shooter starts off over six more often than not that seven shot attempt is probably going to be let me try to get a layup here see the ball go in get fouled maybe get a free throw i think alec was kind of going through that these last couple of days saying okay you know yes i want to be a gap to gap guy that can catch the ball up front at times and do some damage and and, and get myself on second base and i'm going to score um, but I think when, when he's struggling and when things aren't coming as easily, being able to simplify it a little bit and say, you know what, today a win's going to be if I can hit four-line drives. Let me use the whole part of the field. I get 90 degrees to work with. Let me use everything that's there. I'm going to hit some hard-line drives and, and, and get myself on base, swing a good pitches, uh, really be fine with my approach. I think he's kind of gotten back to that, trying to simplify the game in a lot of ways, and, and he's saw a turn, and then in, as he starts to – you know, start to feel that confidence a little bit in the bat to ball again and, and putting the ball where he wants it to, then he can get a little frisky in terms of trying to get back to creating damage. But I honestly think it's just been a simplification of the approach and the mindset and uh, not trying to do too much. Mike, I know you're not looking ahead to next year too much, but the uh, the schedule released today where you guys are going to host eight American League teams next year and you're going to actually host the most teams at Chase Field that you've ever hosted in, in D-backs franchise history. Kind of a new look in 2023. Totally. Uh, personally, I'm a big fan of it. I, I love the idea of getting a chance to play all 29 other teams. I think it's good for the game. I think it's good for the fans to be able to see, um, you know, have a chance if you're either getting catching them at home or then even if you're watching games on TV, you're going to get a chance to see every other team in the major leagues. Um, I think that's pretty cool. I think that's great for the game. Um, and then, you know, from a strategy and selfish standpoint, you know, if we're being honest with ourselves, the division's created some, some problems for us, so we still need to figure out how to, how to take care of games in the division. Um, but if we get a chance to kind of play outside of it, that might not be the worst thing for us either. Well, Mike, we appreciate the time as always. I think, honestly, I think the solution is just you do an interview with us after the most important <laughs> games, and you guys will be just fine. So schedule all those Dodgers games <laughs> on like you, Tuesday Mike. nights. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> Thanks, fellas. Take care.